Welcome to another Hometime Podcast. It's Bush and Richie here. Uh, we're going to debut a brand new game. Uh, it's called Remote Roulette. <laughs> Bush, I've noticed, and there's, there's no reason to this whatsoever, we have three identical Samsung television remotes here. No way. Three. Three in one tiny little room. We only need one. So it says to me... I'm speculating here that only one of them works. Uh, why would you have three? Obviously, one's broken, people have gone and taken others from other rooms, uh, and they finally found one that does work, but they've not got rid of the two that don't work. This sounds like something you have to sit your family down and, and have a go at them about. Yeah, you know exactly. I mean? why, why are people bringing broken remotes in and leaving them around the house? But here's the thing, right? We don't have the 24-hour television news on at the moment, so which of these remotes do you think is going to turn it on? Because this right. is a good point. We need to get this on because we know that you lot listening now now come to the Hometime Show for those big breaking news oh, stories. It's the number one thing. It's yeah, the yeah, number, yeah. number one thing. Okay, so... Uh, remote, any remote. I'm going to go middle remote. Right, okay. Have a what press of the... Uh, well, it's, it's about you, this one. Feels like it's got batteries in it from weight. And if it okay. doesn't work, then um, tomorrow's episode of the podcast, we'll, uh, we've got two left. Here we go. Clicking the red button. No, it's dead. Not that one. Stud. So will it be one or three? We'll find out tomorrow. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Hope you're having a good Monday so far. Do you know what? I was just thinking the other day, I will always be grateful to the W5 bus route. Little quirky red bus that uh, winds its way around North London. It, it looks, the W5 looks different to any other bus, any other London bus you'll see. It's a little tiny throwback to old school busing. Uh, and it's a little bit like Bigfoot, the little 80s toy car. It almost looks pre-programmed. It goes dead slow, but it's a different pace of life. But I love it so much because it used to, I used to do the school drop-off on it. Uh, then at the weekends, we would get our backpacks on and get on the W5 and it'd go all the way to the Sainsbury's in Green Lane. Right. Load up, wait an hour for it to come back again. Because it was literally like the old... In London, sometimes you get a bit too used to like, oh, there's a bus in seven minutes, why is it late? Yeah. Whereas like, you know, from Devon where I grew up, there's a bus you know, three times a day. And it's a bit like that with the W5. And it's also safely guided me home, worse for wear after quite a few nights out as well. And the reason I'm talking about this is that I genuinely believe that everyone listening to this right now has got a bus route that means something to them. It's like a part of their history. And I find it fascinating that just a certain kind of bizarre collection of numbers can have so much kind of uh, memories and so much kind of nostalgia packed into it. Like the W5 might mean nothing to someone up north, but for me, it means everything. So have you got a bus route for you that means a hell of a lot? When you first said this to me uh, earlier on at lunchtime, I thought to myself, he's lost it. <laughs> Lost the plot. <laughs> He's absolutely lost it. And then I gave it some thought. I thought to myself, I need to apologise because I absolutely do. I think you're right. Everyone does. The number one. This was back in Eastbourne. Number when I grew one. Up. The number one. That was the bus from my house into town. So every Saturday, I would take my earnings from my paper rounds, go into town, buy some stuff from our price, meet me mates outside Macca's, spend some time in town thinking I'm grown up. And then you go, you're back home on the number one. So I didn't have to look out for anything clever. It was just the number one. So you'll always be appreciative of the role the number one has played in your life. 100%. And speaking of buying stuff and getting home, that's a big thing. Of, you know, getting something from town and being on the bus on the way home. Richard says, uh, the, the 298 Circular, Altrincham, I'd leave Alty with either a new comic, book or LP, and I'd browse my new treasure on the way home. He says, in 1985, I remember wishing the bus would hurry up. It was stuck in traffic. So we could get home in time for Live Aid. There you go. If there's a bus route that has a special place in your heart, we want to hear about it tonight on Home Time. Uh, Radio's Mark Crossley says the number nine, N9, fell asleep after the Archiva Awards in 2012. I woke up at Heathrow Terminal 5. 
Uh, love this. Carl says the 135 Bendy bus from Bury to Manchester. Love a Bendy bus. <laughs> yes. He says he used to love it after 4am after a bar shift with all the drunken people. Uh, Tom and Dudley says, for me, it has to be the 11A stroke 11C outer circle. Uh, many a time I've rode it all the way around. 28 miles uh, and three hours, boarding at one stop and then the lighting. Three hours later on. We've had quite a few people recommend this route. I think is it the lo- apparently the longest bus route in Europe, around okay. Birmingham or something. So it's a, it's a circular, basically, isn't it? Yeah, it's a big kind of loop. If you're going to do that for three hours... I mean, not that there's anything wrong with this. I love trains, but I would suggest you're a bus enthusiast if you're going to get on and get off at the same stop and have three hours in between. But what a day trip that is. Yeah, Taking oh, yeah. in the sights and sounds. <laughs> sounds amazing, doesn't it? Uh, Stevie says the 316, Kilburn to Shepherd's Bush. Great for gigs at the Empire. Fantastic, lovely memories. We've got Sarah on the line right now. Sarah, uh, what bus route is special for you? It's number 96. And it's, uh, it's round East London, it's round the Bark in Dagenham area. OK, sounds like a mundane bus, but why is it so special for you? So, when I first went to university, I lived with my nan and my uncle, uh, on my mother's side of the family. Uh-huh. Uh, my nan has since passed. Um, and the first year I was at uni, that was the bus that used to take me to university and back again. Um, in my second year, I moved out and moved in with friends. Um, but that bus was still special for me for the next three years of uni because I used to use it twice a week. Once, I used to go to my nan's, drop off my dirty laundry, have a nice home-cooked meal with her. Lovely. And then on a Sunday, I used to go back again, pick up what was my now clean laundry, and have Sunday roast with her. Again, not pasta. So it meant I got two home-cooked meals a week and free laundry cleaning for the whole time I was at university and special times with my nan. Oh, God bless you. Sounds like an amazing lady. What was her name? Uh, my nan's name was Joan, and she was amazing. I was the third of her grandchildren that lived with her while we were studying. Um, so she was quite used to teenagers, kind of young adults, you know, generations on. Yeah. And I'll never forget, there was one Sunday, my best friend came to Sunday dinner with, with us. On the bus. And we walked <laughs> in, and my nan was dancing while she was ironing to the pulps eaten with. Brilliant. And my best friend said to me, was like, you have got the coolest nan in the world. <laughs> Sarah, I would say that the number uh, 96 has been so integral to you that should you ever choose to have children in your life, I would give the number 96 as a middle name to one of them. <laughs> uh, children are not in my life and never will be, but that, that bus and that number will always be special to me, as was my nan. Brilliant, lovely, lovely to speak to you and lovely to hear about you now. Fantastic, thank you so much. Thank you. I'm obsessed as well with, um, I don't know if they have them anymore now, but in, in Bristol, they used to be like the the canteen where the bus drivers used to go and have their like lunch and stuff before they went on shift. They had like a working men's club there as well. So many things, so much to talk about on Absolute Radio Buses. Here's an interesting one. Patrick says the 007, the National Express Service from London to Dover. As a kid, it was exciting to see it go past the end of our street in Canterbury and then to learn that an earlier local service on the same route had inspired Ian Fleming to call his super secret agent... 007. Is that a thing? Is that an urban myth or is that for real? I, I see. This is the thing. This is what I, I don't want to pour scorn. This is why I think it could be an urban myth. Why would a bus route have extra numbers in front of it? As you mean? Surely it's just the number seven. It doesn't need to be 007. Does that's it? a good. That's a good point. Because like I told you about the number one earlier. That wasn't called the 001. But I like the idea of Sir Ian Fleming sitting there, pen and quill, looking at, in his pyjamas, looking out the window and seeing the bus go by. I agree with you. And I'd love to be wrong, but I just, I've got a whiff. Any, I know you have. <laughs> any, 
Any intel on this as a story, again, could be part of Absolute Radio Bus. Do get in touch with us about it. Uh, Alison Hay says, The B10 from Chester was my favourite bus home. Nicest route, and it always smelt pleasant, unlike the B8, which always smelt of oil. <laughs> what about the BO? But that's a nasty oh, one. Oh, there you go. Oh, little gag for you. Little tiny bus uh, gag. Number seven, Rochford to Southend to see Southend United play Friday night football, says Ian. Uh, Andrea, what is it for you? Well, it's the C84 from Montwich to Chester. Right. And basically, when I was about 15, 16 years old, I used to skive off school <laughs> um, with, my, with my then boyfriend and take it to Chester and spend the day in Chester with him. <laughs> it, and, and, yeah, it's got special memories of that bus. What was the name of this boy that you eloped with so regularly in Miss oh, School? Oh, gosh. His name is Adrian. <laughs> His name was Adrian. I guess the question is, is whether the C84 is held so dearly in Adrian's mind. <laughs> well, who knows? <laughs> Adrian, if you're out there, does the C84 mean a lot to you still? <laughs> Andrea, thanks for telling us. That's great. Brilliant. Thank you. Bye. Cheers, mate. Bye. It's been 20 minutes since I poured scorn on the 007 uh, bus route. James Bond, Ian Fleming link. And we have not had enough evidence come through uh, to say that I was wrong and that it is right. So don't tell your mates that that's a rumour because it isn't. There's something about it, isn't there? Yeah. I mean, we would love, we would love for it to be true. Like I say, Ian Fleming, a typewriter like Jessica Fletcher. He's starting off writing James Bond, needs a, needs a catchy number for him, and this bus makes a U-turn in front of him. You lot will correct us about anything. Nothing's coming on this. Uh, we've got Andrew on the line to tell us about his. Andrew, what bus route is so special for you? Well, when I was uh, a youngster growing up in sunny Fishguard, have you heard of Fishguard? Heard of Fishguard, oh, yeah. yes. Ah, uh, well then, Bush. Um, of course, it's, it's only a small town, so we had a small little bus service, and uh, there was a, an Irish fellow who worked on the bus, whose name was Johnny Morrissey, lovely man, no longer with us, I wouldn't have thought. But um, he would stop outside people's houses every couple of hundred yards, and people would shop in, and he'd carry the, the shopping off for people and oh. take it to the front door and all the rest of it. Oh, wow. Isn't that lovely? And, and I don't, in no way casting aspersions on the current bus driving vibe of bus drivers, <laughs> no. but can't imagine them getting off and getting your shopping in the house for you, can you? Oh, can you imagine that? Not a hope. Well, I'm going to defend but, the bus drivers and say it's probably more that you'd worry that someone's going to nick your bus while you're <laughs> dropping it off. Sign of the times, isn't it? Sign of the times. Well, it is. But he was, um, oh, everyone loved him and everyone knew him and stuff, you know, but a simple journey would take, well, hour and a half, you know. Like. <laughs> Stripping everyone shopping off. Oh, oh he was a legend. He was, and it, he was such a quiet, softly spoken man. I can remember him vividly, you know. Well, let's, let's, let's play a song for the legend that is Johnny Morrissey from Fishguard. Oh, uh, thanks a lot, Bush. You don't come to this show for politics news. We don't give you much politics news. But it is a hometime show. Back in the day, I'm sure you commuted and you will be commuting again as we all go back to work and all that kind of thing. So, train stuff is important. Transport Secretary made an announcement over the last couple of days. He's told train firms uh -huh. that they need to stop all these pointless announcements you hear on trains. Oh, yes. So, you think, when you're on a train, every sort of, like, two minutes, there'll be some kind of announcements. And so Sometimes you just want to go, shut up! Just want to sit here in silence. <laughs> there's there's certain trains, particularly like if I've gone down uh, to Devon or whatever on the train. Yeah. I think sometimes the more rural the route, 
that the is it who's the guy that gets on the mic? Is it like the conductor guy or yeah, conductor the guard guy. or whatever? Some of them just think that they're um, like a, a stand-up comedian. I don't need a menu from the the buffet car. Exactly. You know, Too much information. But apparently, one of the most hated uh, catchphrases is "see it, say it, sorted." Actually, quite an important one. But yeah. It's one that people find the most annoying. So I thought, what we could do on home time tonight, uh-huh. off the back of this announcement by the transport secretary, if you could cancel any catchphrase, cancel any catchphrase, what would it be? I'm sorry, but for me, I like Martin Tyler, Sky Sports commentator. Uh-huh. For me, and it's live! <laughs> I, Get I, rid of that. I quite. What's wrong with that? He gets all excited because it's about to start, the game. Yeah, no, but what happens is he'll go, it's Chelsea versus Tottenham, and it's live! And then nothing happens. It, it, there's like three seconds of silence, and then they just start, start talking again. It's just like the most damp squib ever. So he, he doesn't he doesn't do it going into an ad break. He just does it right at the start. I think he used to, and now he's keeping on his catchphrase, and it's just like <laughs> it's just like tumbleweed blows. Someone at Sky needs to go, Martin. Shh. <laughs> just not that one. But I moved it. It's still not working, Martin. <laughs> Sorry, mate. Can I say mine? And by the way, any of this stuff that comes in tonight on the show doesn't mean you don't like the company. It's just the, it's just it's the, just the catchphrase. So like, uh, is it Tui the, the people who do the travel they're great and everything but uh it's have you seen their one it's we cross the t's dot the i's and put you in the middle (laughs) it's almost like you know when someone puts their little finger to the corner of their mouth and goes like that's another one that's another one i'm not having that one uh, david tweets i think it's retired now but the ooh danon at the end of their adverts he says it always seemed as if they paid for three extra seconds of airtime and needed to fill it somehow he's got a good point there companies wanting to have like a mini theme song within the advert like the the pentium inside pentel processor oh yeah 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 Shut up. Danielle says, uh, game for. No, Daniel, sorry. Says, game for a laugh, that watching us watching you nonsense. Oh, yeah. I feel like we're opening the door to almost like historical <laughs> claims against poor catchphrases here. <laughs> hey, 12 15 for your text. Uh, Sai, what are you, uh, what are you, uh, uh, cancelling? Pork, of course, you're great. <laughs> oh, good old Stu Francis. Why are you cancelling his catchphrase? He's the backdrop to our childhood. <laughs> The more you think about it, grapes are pretty easy to crush. That's a good point. I mean, yeah. make, make wine out of them. You, you've been harbouring this annoyance with Stu Francis uh, all this time. Have you ever thought about writing to him or, or anything like that? Is he still alive? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> We've we just okay. checked, yeah, Defo. Just like, hope you don't run into him, it'd be awkward. <laughs> 40 years later, it's manifested now, yeah. In effect, if Stuart said, ooh, I could make wine, it's the same thing. That's a good point. I could make, make some wine. Jesus yeah. could have done that, couldn't he? On the mountain. Yes, he, yes. Do you know what I mean? He said, Absolutely. oh, I could crush some grapes. <laughs> Brilliant. Thank you, Simon. Good show, guys. Thanks. This one says, stay out of the black and into the red. You get nothing in this game for two in a bed. Just no. <laughs> Don't even know that's off. Ellie, cancel a catchphrase. I'm cancelling take a pew. Okay. That's uh, harsh. Yeah, it's, it's something that a lot of people say. I don't think it's a catchphrase that belongs to one particular person. What is your problem with Take a Pew? My surname is Pew. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so you might have had that levelled at you on a number of occasions. Oh, yeah. My manager in Wilco's used to say it quite a lot and find it very amusing. <laughs> he sounds like a character. <laughs> uh, Phil from the Wirral. A little bit different, this one. It's, it's a visual catchphrase. Yeah. He wants cancelled from history. Sacrilege, it's the 3 two, one from the Dusty Bin programme, the way he mimicked the actions. Now, I, I swear I've seen on the internet somewhere, I think it might be the brilliant Scottish comedian Limmy, Slow It Down. Yeah. And I don't know whether he's actually properly doing... Is he doing actual three, actual two, actual one, 
Or is he just shaking his hands around? If it's taken us all these years to work out that Ted Rogers was having us on with that, that is a scandal. Megan says, we have to cancel when someone says they've booked a holiday and the follow-up is always, oh, anywhere nice. <laughs> <laughs> she says, like, obviously it's going to be somewhere nice. <laughs> That's a very good point. That's a good point. Uh, Russ, what's going? It has to be keep calm and anything that comes after it. It is, it is rinsed. We need to get rid of it. Do you know what? It's like, uh, it's up there with love, live, laugh, isn't it? It's, like, it's <laughs> yeah. always in those kind of shops or on people's walls. Do you know what I mean? or in, it's always on the wall of an Airbnb, that kind of thing, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? It's or, a shame. Uh, quaint cafe bush. <laughs> or a yeah, quaint cafe, yeah. We've got a few of them in Leon Sea like that. I saw um, a movie the other day where Kitchener, who did the original Keep Calm and Carry On, oh, was yeah. featured in the movie. And I must admit, I did have a think to myself, thinking, there's a good man. And what he would think now oh. of all these Keep Calm ands that has come from his <laughs> very historical catchphrase, you, you'd just wonder. He'd be turned in his grave, wouldn't he, Ross? He absolutely would be. He would be. Um, and Ross, just as a final note, it's good to have you on the show. We noticed your text you texted in earlier on. You're part of the Foresters Scooter Club in East London, is that correct? That's correct. Old old Vespas and Lambrettas and any other type of scooter, but oh. mostly old vintage. Keep calm and keep scooting. <laughs> oh, we'll keep that one. <laughs> <laughs> How much of a problem are you going to have, uh, fella, with the fact that I've got into Wordle? Joe, you know I saw your... Because you tweeted the Wordle thing, and if you've seen it on Twitter, it's just a load of blocks of different colours. I mean, I even knew anyone. And I thought, after all I'd gone through with that Everton-Villa game, that, for me, knowing that you've done Wordle, is the final blow. <laughs> How are we going to carry on as a relationship? What's, you know your, I mean? what's your problem with... It's just a word game. But it's like me saying, right, oh, I've had a brilliant tea tonight and then blanking out all the letters so no-one can see what they are. <laughs> what's the point in just doing it? Why, why tell everyone else? <laughs> we are... I'm not joking. This is going to be a, a bump in the road heading forward. <laughs> I um, I've seen all the blocks that people people share on, on on Twitter or they send it to each other and all that kind of stuff and I've heard the chat and, and that kind of, it was annoying me mildly and then over the weekend I I had a go at one I was thinking oh hang on oh. this this is quite addictive uh, and I've done today's as well I'm two for two at the moment so do you how do you get a sense of where you are in it like how do you know if you're any good at wordling um, well because I've done two for two. You know, there, there okay. are people out there that won't have done. Uh, and you, you get, like, a percentage in your stats at the end of it. I'm I'm in the early days. Going back to catchphrases from earlier on, I feel like there's three of us in this relationship. <laughs> <laughs> it's Home Time with Bush and Richie, the show that's got a radio station for every decade. And right now, it's time once again to jump through time. Bush and Richie through the decades. With Tesco Mobile. We've got 500 quid left in our Through the Decades prize pot. On the line to play and to hopefully bag that final bit of prize funds is Alan. How you doing, Alan? Welcome to the show. Yeah, hello. Hey, thanks for having me. How you doing, guys? All right? We're good. good. How was your weekend, Alan? What was the, uh, what was the best bit of it? Uh, Chelsea beating Tottenham yesterday, 2-0. <laughs> That's the best part of mine as well. <laughs> <laughs> Controversial. <laughs> uh, are, you, are you someone uh, that, uh, obviously, we've had kind of fairly rubbish weekend overall football-wise in the home time show, but bar Aston Villa supporting producer Nick, uh, when, when your team have a bit of a nightmare, does it affect your whole weekend? Uh, yeah, definitely, yeah. Especially my non-league teams, like, who I follow everywhere. They're the ones that sort of affect me more than uh, Chelsea. Who's but, that? Yeah. Who's that? Uh, Carl Shorten and Fleck. You'll have to manage them on Football yeah, Manager yeah. next, Richie. I'm not sure they're even big enough for that, <laughs> uh, with all due respect. You, you, just to, 
you just hopefully get promoted to the conference south before you can play manager them. <laughs> Love it. Alan, right, let's go through the rules. Seven questions, one from each of our sister stations. Absolute Radio 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, noughties, 10s in the present day. 60 seconds on the clock for you to get the glorious seven. You can't pass on a question, however, and when the time is up, the game ends. Okie dokie, yeah, good, got good, it. Good lad. Uh, tactically, which decade are you going to start with? Uh, well, I'm a bit of an 80s kid, so uh, let's start with the 80s. All right. Alan, good luck. Let's go through the decades. Through the decades. 80s. Dell and Rodney Trotter are characters from which 80s sitcom? Only Fools and Horses. Correct. 90s. Screamadelica is the third studio album by which Scottish rock band? Oh, uh... Oh, no. It's um, a classic, a modern classic. Uh, Scottish band, Texas. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Um, painting, front cover of the album is a big kind of splodgy red painting. Uh, oh, um... Lead singer called Bobby. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, dear. I can't... I can't do it, I can't get it. I can't get it in my head, I'm trying to. They're never going to let you back in the Car Shoals and Athletic Clubhouse. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> Alan, you're going to be trapped through time. Any any oh. final guesses? Uh, no, 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 sorry. Oh, no. You're a loser and you have lost. It was Primal Scream. Primal Scream did Scream Adelica. Oh. Oh, Which means oh, you you are mind. trapped for the rest of your life in the eighties with high tech trainers on forever. Oh, that's all right. I can cope with that. <laughs> <laughs> high tech still a thing. Stuck in the nowadays, in the noughties and the tens. So um, yeah, I'm, I'm happy with that. <laughs> I haven't seen a pair of high techs for a while, I but seen I own them and love them. They were, do you, I, I I felt slightly slighted when I was a kid. <laughs> do you know what? When I was this is honestly true. When I was a kid in the eighties, me and my brother wanted Nike trainers, and my mum bought us Nicks. <laughs> Nick's trainers. <laughs> Brutal times, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Alan, hard luck. No win for you oh. today. So we're going to play again tomorrow. You won't be. Uh, sorry. Also, if you can't wait until then to play, you can play the Through the Decades game on your smart speaker by turning to it and saying, open the Through the Decades game. Through the Decades with Tesco Mobile. So there you go. There's the... Uh, oh, is that Channel 4? Home... That's uh, the end of the podcast. Are you interested in uh, remote roulette? Whoa, 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 what are you doing? All the... Um, He's leaving a voice note. All the copyright is owned by uh, Bush and Richards. Yes, that is on us. OK, cool. All right, thank you. Were you just on the phone to... Yeah, yeah, meeting tomorrow. Channel 4 have gone in for this. Yeah, you and I pitching. This is going to go right to the top. Another round of remote roulette tomorrow.